Hi! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Podmas. This one is special and different because you've actually got video and you can see us. Very and magical. Well, yeah, lights. if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can also still see the video. Yes. So make sure. Otherwise, this makes no sense and we'll have no context. <laughs> Maybe but... go on to Spotify to watch. Yes. If you're interested. Exactly. And um, we're in Isabella's lovely apartment. We are. That has provided us with these beautiful backlights <laughs> and backdrop. Um, and we are going to talk about being single in this season, yeah. also known as cuffing season. Yeah, we've we've. I'm going through the works, guys. We're going through the works. I honestly do feel like it's probably the sing- like the the season where it's most difficult to be single, where you're like most craving to like yeah, have someone. I, abs- like I'm summer. I was like, oh my this is the best thing ever. Yeah. I love being single and now me and my friend text each other every day being like why do we want boyfriends <laughs> it's honestly it is the like because it's the messaging season. around the season oh, yeah. like what you can do with people and it's like all of these activities yeah. all of the holiday romance movies and stuff literally I watched Chalet Girl the other day I thought oh right God. I want that I want to have I want to have a ski romance <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch that movie again yeah it, it was the first I time I watched it, and it was actually yeah. I know I haven't watched movies. <gasps> yeah, I'm not a shocking. I'm not <clears throat> a big movie girl. And then sometimes I'll yeah. So like I only watched How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days like the start of this year. <laughs> but now it's literally one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that one is so iconic. It's really iconic. Then you have like the dress yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so for my birthday, then I found the like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days dress. That is what I'll try and insert a photo. First. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to do that. <laughs> Maybe I'll post up my stories instead when I when I talk about this episode. Okay. When we publish the episode. Let's see. Maybe yeah, I was an editing genius and I've been I've managed to do it. <laughs> um. But anyways, um. Obviously, we've put Isabella here, and you guys potentially know her, potentially don't. I feel so. like probably not. So maybe you can just <laughs> give an intro. Okay. Hi, I'm Isabella. I'm 21. And I've lived in Amsterdam for nearly two months. This is my apartment if you're watching it. Um, me and Leo met through like a mutual friend. Should we give her a shout out? Miss Rosie Green, we love you. <laughs> um, and yeah, we've been friends she's just since, but just before I moved here. Because yeah. Leo was moving, so we were like chatting so much about like finding an apartment and everything. Yeah, we like went through the works like pretty much at like a super similar time. Literally, I think the first the, the first week I moved here, you were looking at apartments. Yeah, and then I moved like ten days later. Yeah, because you found an apartment so oh quick, my God, so quickly. Which, if you know Amsterdam, like you know that that's like a feat in itself yeah. to manage, especially if it's like a cute flat like this yeah. one is in a really good area. So I, I got oh so lucky. You've done very well. I know. My brother came around last night, and I was he was he saw my apartment for the first time, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever gonna move actually <laughs> I honestly don't think like it, I just love it like yeah. it's just like feels like my home I will see how I feel in a year's time but that's so now nice. I'm gonna have to move oh, I'm so upset that you have to move because Leo's flat is the most gorgeous flat in the world I really love it and I'm gonna have to say goodbye maybe I'll try and record like at least one episode you should you could, you could do a cozy little setup in there. yeah I could if I get cool mics like these look at these fancy things little fun little I don't know like exactly ones. how far away to hold them so I hold no, them like I think I think we're fine so sorry okay. if we're like deafening you <laughs> yeah we do apologize maybe I can like 
find you Ooh, now. I can make us louder. I do have those skills. Kara is like the editing genius of the two of us. I'm like basic editing skills. Like Kara is honestly like she's fixed some mistakes which were like unfixable. Wow. Yeah. We all need a car in our lives. We do. We do need that. <laughs> um, okay, so before we get into the episode topic, we'll do just very quickly highs and lows. Okay. So shall I start? Maybe or... you start. Okay. Do we do like one high, one low or just Carry just, on, see how, see yeah, just, takes us. just both of them. I'm okay. going to do highs and lows and then you can do, do okay. yours. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to try and keep this quick because I normally am not very quick with saying these. Um, but my high this week was basically I had a bit, and no, I'll start with the low. Okay, so my low this week was that I was feeling like, like on Monday, I feel like specifically I was like feeling quite down and yeah. I'd been feeling like quite anxious and I was like overthinking things and I think this also goes into like moving to a new place like I was just like yeah. overthinking a lot of things of like oh am I doing enough am I like doing the right things and I feel like I've got like all of these different areas of like relationship job podcast like making new friends or old friends yeah. like you know making sure you're keeping up with them and I just felt like I like wasn't doing enough in any of the areas and that was making me feel like quite down mm-hmm. um and I just didn't have like a lot of energy and all that I feel like it's the season as well yeah like it just seems like it's like one battle after another I feel like sometimes yeah it is tough seasonal depression do we (laughs) but no um but then I feel like I like turned it around and I give credit to a book that I read so I read One Christmas Morning by Rachel Greenlaw and it just I feel like it gave me the like push I needed. Mm-hmm. The book I can really recommend. We mentioned it in our like Christmas book podcast episode as like one that I wanted to read and I read it. Read it literally I think in total I took like three to four hours to read it because I took like nice two mornings. For a book, yeah. Like. It was perfect. It's like a bit bit over like three hundred pages. So it was not too yeah, intense. Not too but it was just like the story about this woman who kind of like drifted off in her life and like got too obsessed with work and everything. Um and then it's this Christmas season, stuff from her past is coming up, and she basically has this day, and she, to fix her marriage, her friendships, kind of everything. Oh, wow. And she keeps reliving it out of different perspectives from, like, wow. people around her. So she gets oh. to be in, like, her friend's body, her, like, friend's husband's body, etc., or her assistant's body, to kind of, like, see the other people's perspectives. Yeah. And then in the end, obviously, she has some sort of realization of what she should be doing with her life or where she's maybe gone wrong or things she's prioritized not quite right and I just feel like it like really gave me a lot of hope and like just shifted perspectives for me and I love when books do that or same with like movies that's like yeah what is it called about time like that one always does it for me oh my oh watch it watch it tonight honestly like that movie is like the one I'd watch or recommend watching to anyone if you feel like you're like a little bit in a funk or like anything Ooh, but even okay. at, at any time because it's just yeah it makes you realize how like special life is and like how much you should seize like every day mm-hmm. and this book kind of gave me like the same vibe after I'd read oh. it so I, I finished it or I, I read it Monday or Tuesday anyways and then I just yeah started Monday finished it Tuesday and then I just feel like it gave me the boost I needed yeah and we went for a workout class yesterday yeah and I've just been feeling like a lot better and like more at peace it's I see I I recorded a podcast episode literally like on Monday and about like moving to a new city alone Mm. and everything and all like I just kept coming back to the fact that mindset is everything and it honestly the more like the older I get and the more like 
experiences I have, I feel like I just realised that everything is to do with mindset, yeah. like every aspect of life. Mm. Whether you're in a funk, whether you want to get healthy, whether you want to meet new friends, whether you want to move somewhere, like everything is just about mindset. Like every yeah. every situation could be seen as negative or positive, but it's just all about mindset. Yeah, and your perspective can shift and then it's just like yeah. you can be in exactly the same circumstance but you just like see it, a see it differently way. and yeah. then in turn like your attitude is different and then your day and your life is actually so much better so it's crazy but yeah I've been babbling on for long enough I didn't know keep it short <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you can my high let me think <laughs> um, I feel like my life is one constant high it's not really my first oh. but if I would say one thing probably I think this week I've had more nights, I say more, literally I've had three nights, where I've like had alone time. Yeah. And it's been so lovely because mm. I feel like I have been so busy every night doing things, seeing friends or like being just like literally so busy. And then I always worry about getting to those alone moments mm. and just like apprehensive about how I'm going to feel. And I had, like, the nicest two nights. That's so interesting. So, are you, like, normally, would you describe yourself as, like, an extrovert or an introvert? I always used, I used to be a massive introvert, but I think I'm an extrovert. Like, and I think I, I, even when I was an introvert, I think I, like, acted extroverted really. Like, I could, like, Mm. pretend I was extroverted really well. Yeah. Like, in social situations, but I would always, like, want to just be, like, cosy at home with Mm. my boyfriend. Well, at the time. (laughs) But... Like, so, like, now, I think, I'm, yeah, I'm just, like, yeah, I'm actually extroverted, because I like going out, I like doing things, like, yeah. being busy, I think. Um, so, that was one of my highs. Another high is I've started properly learning Dutch. That's actually, I, I literally saw on your TikTok today. Yeah. That you did, like, a Dutch yeah. interview with me, and I was, like, wow, fucking hell, you, like, disguise how good you speak Dutch. Well, but that was in the comfort of my own home, in front of, like, a camera, though I could do retakes mm. and stuff. So, like, still... I'm very impressed. I'm really trying. To be fair, you are half Dutch, so I feel yeah. like it's in your blood. Well, you'd simmering you somewhere. So. It's somewhere there, isn't it? it so is. <laughs> I'm very on my learning Dutch era. So my two highs. I don't think I have a low. That's good. You don't have to have a low. Maybe stressful situation with a boy this morning. That no. might be my low. Did ruin my Pilates class, you know? No. Because I just felt really like anxious about like feeling guilty I was just like why how have I ended up in this situation to be fair I feel like that's also maybe one of the downsides of being single is like you end up just coming in contact with so many people that like take your energy in like different ways yeah that's such a good way to put it like he really just did take my energy yeah and it's also like it's effort and like mental headspace that you then have to expend into like thinking about what to reply to them or thinking about how to not hurt people or because I don't want to hurt people's feelings but that is dating. Like, you're going to hurt people and they're going to hurt you. Yeah, like, true. On the way to finding love is her all around. <laughs> is that a jingle? What a jingle. That should be the heartbreak. In another episode that we did about, like, a love or, like, dating advice, my friend was like, men... Oh, I've forgotten what it was, but it was... It was well, I'm going to put it on. <laughs> um, but, okay. Shall we get into the questions? Yeah. Let's. So I asked on Instagram, as I always do, um, to for you guys to ask your questions that you had about being single in holiday season and all that. Obviously, like I also have experience with it because I have been single yeah. in the past. Like me and Marco, 
So I can give a very brief history and then I want you to give like your history and current status. Scary. Um, But basically I first got into my relationship, like my first relationship when I was 18, when I came to uni, but I very much like never had a relationship throughout all of school. And then I was with my ex for like three and a bit years. And then I was single for a good two years. And then I met my current boyfriend when I was 23. So now we've been together for a bit over two years. Yeah. So, but I was probably single at like a similar time period almost to you, like yeah. from like twenty one to twenty. I'm not saying you're gonna be single for two years, but like I, I was single, yeah, from twenty one to from twenty one to twenty three, and obviously in my yeah. teenage years, but yeah, so different that's, that's different vibes. Yeah. I so this is my my first ever Christmas on my own. No way. <laughs> well. The year me and my ex met, we kind of started speaking in December, and we got together in January. Yeah. So. The, like, pre-dating phase definitely does And count. I was 15. No, I was 16. So. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do you not know? We So, okay. Me and my ex were together for four years. No, I did realize, but I didn't realize that then it would have been so young. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. So, from 16 to 20, we were together. That's mad. And we broke up seven or eight months ago now yeah and I've been on my single era journey ever since <laughs> boring <laughs> but actually it's very, I, no, exciting. No, it's very exciting I do love it um and yeah so this is gonna be my first like holiday season yeah by myself I spent every new year every Christmas together like for the last four years and then this year me and my best friend were like I can't believe we would spend New Year's with smelly, rotten boys. Like, why would we do that? That is so silly. And this year, we're both spending it in Amsterdam together. Oh, so so, I feel like that is the like beautiful thing about being single is that you get to invest so much more energy and time into like your female friendships or like generally friendships. Like, I don't think my friendships that I made in London would be where they are now if I hadn't like really been able to put them first yeah. in that time even I've noticed since May my obviously I was close with my female friends I have really like I'm such a like a strong believer in like seriously quality female friends yeah um and I have like quite a lot of like really close friends but since May they've like that connection has just like yeah. gone through the roof because they're like your support system they're literally even like family and everything so I feel like there's a lot of like good in being single and I feel like I really enjoyed being single when I was single because it is like such an opportunity to grow and I was literally having this conversation with like two of my uh, best friends recently where it's like there's some things that I feel like you can only learn and go through when you're single and then there's other things that you can only learn and experience when you're in a relationship yeah and every relationship is going to be something different because it's going to bring up something different from your past mm-hmm. or something from your previous relationship and you don't know what that is until you get until into a relationship but it's the same with like being single like I I did the most growth for sure I, in these I last single. seven months yeah I have become a different person mm-hmm. the start of this year not in a million years could I have moved to Amsterdam <laughs> that's crazy like moved abroad alone yeah like, not in a million years what do you feel like changed the most or like what did you do to to change so I much? think I think I just became a lot more open minded. Mm-hmm. 
I became much more of like a yes person. So I would start saying yes to certain experiences and then being like, oh, I would have hated that before. And actually I did hate that because I've given it the chance. Yeah. Um, Like I wasn't much of like a clubber yeah. going out. Obviously I like to drink, but like not crazy drinking yeah. and stuff. Not that I felt that way did that now. <laughs> but now she's a raver. <laughs> but even like going, to, I went to my first rave. Like I went to Ibiza on a girl's holiday. Yeah. And we went to like crazy clubs and raves <laughs> until like six in the morning. Not only, I would have like, I wouldn't have necessarily hated it if I'd done that, but I would never have given myself the yeah. opportunity to do that yeah. when I was in a relationship. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, even just like, so for me, the reason like I started, no, like the reason I knew that it was like the right time was because I, I'd created like a space for myself in my life that I knew I could depend on myself. Mm. And that sort because I really did depend on my and that sort of like dependability on myself and that like switch I was like oh okay I'm okay on my own yeah like this is okay and I think that was the start like 2023 for me has just been like the biggest year of like growth and finding out who I am what I want to be what like what I want the people around me to be like what yeah what I want out of my life or like my year yeah and then I feel like going into 2024 it's gonna like just like solidify yeah basically I'm gonna do like I've done all like the work this year well not all the work obviously I'm still gonna all the work is done (laughs) never never need to work on myself again (laughs) but like from 20 in 2024 I can really like embrace that and because I've done all the steps to get to that point now yeah I'm like I can just like really enjoy the year yeah that's I, I really love that I feel like it's honestly such a good feeling when you know that you've got yourself, you've got your own back. Yeah. And then that means you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And push yourself out of your comfort zone, like, even more. Yeah. And. Even going back to, like, my high this week about having, like, a night by myself and not yeah. feeling lonely and stuff, like, I would never have had that mindset. I think I just had a negative mindset when it came to, not mindset, I think I just had a negative mindset when it came to a lot of things in, like, the past because I almost, like, didn't let myself have a positive mm. mindset about it. So, like, even going to Ibiza on a girl's holiday, I would have been like, oh, we're going to be clubbing, we're going to be drinking, we're going to be staying up late. Like, I hate that. Like, I don't want to do it, blah, blah. Yeah. Whereas now, I was like, well, I don't know if I like it, but, like, might as well give it a shot. And yeah. just, like, have a positive mindset with it. Yeah. But I also think it's really important to, like, learn to, like, spend more time on your own. And yeah. just, like, be comfortable with, like, your own company. Well, this is the first and... time in my life I've actually, like, spent time on my own it, like literally in my own thoughts and everything yeah that's crazy and like because of the positive mindset like I can really like so just like feel really grateful for that time like yeah. I feel like that's the time where you ha- do the most growing is yeah. when you're alone in your thoughts and have that sort of, when you have the gratitude it allows you to like grow even more yeah we love that we do I'm a big <laughs> gratitude girly okay so let's get into the questions mm-hmm. um I love this question. How to not seek male validation on every single move you make? Every move you make. Um, okay. Obviously, I think it's something you're going to naturally, as a woman, like, you are just going to seek male validation, I think. For whatever gender. Yeah, yeah, of course. Validation from others. Yeah. Um, but I think... I don't know I'm trying to think because I obviously still do seek male validation like it's nice to have 
people yeah. like fancy you or think you're interesting or get obsessed with you. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, but I think it comes when like a lot of the time, like I will look in the mirror and I'll just say like, you are like you look like a toner, you look like a troll. let's see where I'm going with this (laughs) but then it doesn't like I know for me that doesn't it doesn't mean like I don't I'm trying to I'm trying to articulate this properly I don't see male validation as necessarily vomiting or something (laughs) um you might actually have to cut around this because I'm trying to like figure out the right way to say it but for me, the way I look isn't the most interesting thing about me. Yeah. I feel like I'm intelligent. I've got my own thoughts. I've got my own opinions. I have hobbies. I have passions. I have, like, projects going on and stuff. Yeah. And for me, that's what's interesting about me. Yeah. Not the way I look. Yeah. Like, obviously, as a person, like, I still wear makeup and I do my hair and I do outfits and stuff. So I obviously want to present a certain... Mm character or like certain like presenting a certain way to other people yeah but I know at the forefront of it the way I look is the least interesting thing about me yeah and that mindset helped with male validation yeah because male validation is only going to come from looks and the way you look and everything like physically your body the way your makeup looks the way your hair looks and stuff and I think when you realise that that's literally the least interesting thing about you, you're going to start, one, associating with men that don't find that the most interesting thing about you. Yeah. Like, the way you look. And I think that will, like, slowly help in when you, like, realise, yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't no, know if I'm articulating that properly. I feel like the validation thing is so interesting, because I feel like that was, like, the biggest learning, like, I, like, it was, like, the most painful realisation I think I had oh, to make. it takes a while. Because I honestly well. think, when I was in with my ex, I don't think me seeking male validation had properly stopped. Like, I think I was still on the hunt for it, or, like, was still craving it from other people. Yeah. It's almost like the relationship wasn't enough. Um, and obviously that's not good, like for your partner or yourself but I just don't think I was properly like aware of it and I know that I did like a lot of like damaging behaviors especially when I was like an older teenager like 17 16 to 18 but then also like at uni and then in a relationship like I just behaved in a lot of ways that were like damaging to myself and ultimately also others yeah because I was like seeking that attention craving the validation but not realizing that that was the motive behind it and I feel like for me it was like because it's honestly like you don't want to admit to yourself that no. it's something you want or that it's something you that know, like makes just, you feel yeah, better of course you don't want to admit to yourself yeah because why would you <laughs> that's too easy <laughs> exactly so I feel like that was like one of the biggest like I don't know things I had to admit to myself and then I went off men for like I, half a yeah. year or something like that and I was like I'm not even gonna allow myself to like message anyone or but it was also practical because it was COVID so it was very easy <laughs> But, and then I had to do, like, exactly what you're doing now in terms of just, like, sitting with myself, learning to be, like, completely okay with, yeah. like, what if it's just you? Yeah. And you're just fine with yourself as you are. I always say, so, no one is going, like, you've got to stop finding, like, home and validation and comfort in other people because mm-hmm. 
the only person that's always going to be there for yourself is you. Yeah. I love the home thing. Yeah, so, like, I when because when I was talking about, like, living alone yeah. and stuff, and even when I did my, like, breakup episode, I was talking about the fact that instead of finding home in a place and a person and a thing, if you find it from within, yeah. then it means that you're never going to lose it. You never have to rely on anyone else for that feeling of comfort and home and, yeah. like, literally, like, validation and stuff because you find it from within. Yeah. And then also you're never going to accept anything less than yeah. the person who's going to make your life, like, tremendously better. Exactly. Because there's true love there. Yeah. But again, I feel like it's also almost like helps a relationship if you know you don't, quote unquote, need them, but you want them to be in your life. And then yeah. that's, 100%. like, I think a big difference in terms of making the relationship work and appreciating each other and but still being independent, like, within it, which, again, is, like, a whole struggle in itself. But yeah. I feel like it's... And you do the work oh, being yeah. single. Yeah, exactly. So when you get into a new relationship, that's the point where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for this. Like, yeah. I want this. It's adding to my life. It's this, it's that. Yeah. I definitely went through a phase after me and my ex had broken up because I was, like, traveling around Europe and then, like, uh, it was like, summer, hot girl summer, everything. <laughs> and I'd been in a relationship since I was 16, so I'd yeah. never, like, experienced, like, some guys in clubs or like getting because yeah. I was so shut off from anything because I just didn't see it I was literally like a horse like I just yeah. like you know when, when the horses have like blinders on I didn't see men like looking at me or anything like, yeah. I just didn't notice it and then obviously through summer I was like whoa this is <laughs> crazy and I loved it obviously it makes me yeah. feel really really good yeah um and then I actually like took it too far <laughs> and it just happened so many times and then I have like these like, journal entries of this like after this night out and I was like I hate men they just like they never make you feel as good as you think they're gonna feel and this and that and everything and I was like if Emily was here like I wouldn't feel like Emily's my best friend <laughs> and in all of my journal I just I'm just like talking about the fact that you know, if, if if I was spending the night with Emily, I wouldn't feel like shit, blah, blah, blah. And there's nothing to do with what, how these men yeah. act, because they're genuinely, like, really nice, like, no bad experiences yeah. with them. But it was just from within that I would yeah. just, like, over and over and over again, I tried to seek this male validation and never felt as good as I thought it was going to feel. Yeah. And then I, like, swore off men for a little bit. Yeah. And now I'm in my swearing off, swearing off of men again. I feel like it is, like, the waves. Like, it is a wave. The, the waves yeah, are like, oh, my God, percent. like, Dating apps are exciting, and then you go on a couple days, and you're like, fuck. Men are not. Oh, okay, next question. Um, I don't know if we've kind of talked about this, but in terms of, like, loneliness, so maybe any advice that you have. So we got two questions about this that are kind of similar, but one of them is, like, how to feel less lonely during, like, the wintertime holidays. And then also, I, I think this is quite interesting, like, what to do about random the random waves of loneliness you feel in your 20s you have friends but feeling lonely or like everyone is going in different directions friends moving away marrying and I actually feel like that's not only when you're single like I feel like that's also that's in, relationship in relationship well. too because it's just I feel like your 20s are so full of change mm-hmm. and everyone is changing and you could be at like completely different points in your life and then maybe you're the same age because that's like yeah some people are like it's married just, with yeah. kids at like 25 <laughs> but yeah 25 would be like a very normal, normal age. age to be married with kids yeah, yeah. which I'm definitely not there absolutely yet. fucking petrifying <laughs> but it's just it's an interesting time yeah to be alive 
<laughs> it sure is. <laughs> I think in terms of loneliness, how I like combat it on a day to day, I try not to go a day without like speaking to someone. Because mm. so I live alone, yeah. I work remotely. All my friends have boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> So I try to make it so, like, I don't go a day without seeing anyone or, like, speaking with someone. Mm. Also, like, finding, like, little habits that you enjoy. I think, so I actually spoke about this literally in the episode I recorded on Monday. So I said, finding little habits you enjoy, creating, like, routines yeah. on your own. So, like, in my house, like, I'm, like I've, I've got a morning routine, I've got a nighttime routine. Love it. That, like, you know, by the time it's done... You know, if, if you, for example, work a nine to five, you could have a little morning routine, like 7.30 till 8.30, and then you commute mm. to work at 8.30, so you don't feel alone in that time. And then you're working nine to five in an office or a space or what have you with other people, so again, yeah. you don't feel so lonely. And then have, I don't know, make plans with friends or do a workout class, so you're act, just keeping active and creating, like, good habits that put you in a good mindset, because, again, it, I do think loneliness it's a lot about mindset yeah. like the last two nights I was here I could have fully been like I'm so lonely I've got no one to hang out with yeah. but like I just didn't I just made sure my mind didn't go there yeah and sometimes if I do feel like that I'll just journal mm. and I always think as well like when I'm journaling I'm like this isn't gonna help blah like just shitting on journaling <laughs> and then by the end of it I'm like wow this is actually like my mindset is completely changed yeah like it's so much better yeah. just from journaling so I think obviously loneliness is a lot about mindset but having those like healthy routines that keep your mind healthy I cannot fault like that was when I started so in January of this year me and like my best friend Emily who I keep mentioning because <laughs> we fucking do everything together um so we started like we were like right new year like I hate the whole new year new me but we were like in such bad mindsets we're like, we're going to get up, we're going to do a workout, we're going to go for a little walk, like, see, get some fresh air, yeah. have some breakfast, and then by, like, 9, 9.30, so we're ready to start the like, new year. Yeah. And we did that, and genuinely, I credit that as one of the reasons, like, my mindset has completely changed this year, is because that routine, like, shifted things for me. Mm. And I, it is just about, like, having, like, a really healthy mind, giving your body what it needs. So if you need extra sleep, have a lion, or... If you're constantly tired, like, look at, like, why that might be, or, I don't know, eating nutritiously, because, like, for me, whenever I notice the way I feel aligns with what I eat, yeah. so when I'm eating, like, nutritious foods, like, eating vegetables, mm. I'll feel better, yeah. or, like, if I'm letting myself, if I have a craving and I'm letting myself eat a craving, I'll feel better, like, things like that, Um, so I think that really helps with loneliness. In terms of, like, loneliness as, like, more of a concept instead of like an actual in like day-to-day thing I think I think it's all about acceptance mm. and that loneliness like things are going to change and accepting the change but not necessarily seeing it as a bad thing because even with me like a lot of my friends are doing going off and doing their own things like I'm still really close with like my group at high school I was really close with them and all of us are on different paths. But, like, for example, we planned, like, a Christmas thing. So we're all going to come back together in my hometown on, like, the 27th yeah. to do our own little Christmas. And we try and do that every year, even if it's just, like, an evening. Like, literally, that was the only evening 
can make the cutest fan over Christmas that we can do all do. Yeah. So like God, I know that's like the reality of adulthood, isn't yeah. it? But I think that acceptance and that mindset of like okay, everything's changing, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because I'm moving on. I'm meeting new people. Like, I'm at a stage in my life I'm happy with that, like, just, like, feel, yeah, just, like, shift the mindset to accept the change and also feel grateful for the time you are, like, in. Yeah. Because I think when you do that, it puts a lot of things in perspective. Yeah, no, definitely. I like I've been waffling. No, no, it makes <laughs> a lot of sense. I feel like it's all... Like, I like the word perspective, or even, like, in terms of journaling, I feel like that's what it gives me when I am journaling. Because yeah. I feel like it can be so easy to feel lonely, but you're not, yeah. really. And I feel like it's, even if it's one person in your life that cares about you, I'm sure there's more than one person, but yeah, that matters, and I feel like it's so easy to sometimes discredit it, or, like, don't properly see the people that are there for you, and just be so focused on, like, what you feel like is lacking in your life, versus, like, seeing what's actually there and again I feel like the like habits are like making sure that you're also putting yourself out there to combat it like I feel like it's the inner work in terms of yeah the acceptance Mm -hmm. and I think often I don't know loneliness is yeah it's more of something that like happens in your mind versus the actual actual, reality of it because I feel like you could be living alone and probably if you're like more of an introverted type and not feel lonely because you're happy with your own company yeah and I think different things like work for different people but I do think it's important like I feel like at the end of the day we are like social beings and I have no idea like where I am on the scale I feel like I'm like somewhere exactly in the middle yeah like I don't know I feel very recharged if I'm hanging out with people that like fill me up but then if I'm like in groups where I like don't know loads of people or it's like I don't know a networking event or shit like that then I feel like drained off yeah um and I like need my time to recharge also I feel like everything comes in waves so yeah there I might be, be all of this and then next week just feel like really really lonely yeah and even especially like I feel like social media is always like the devil where like you look at different yes, people's oh feeds God, and you're like yeah, they would never please. feel this way like I'm the only person who feels lonely yeah or... do not like social media as although social media is a great thing because it allows you connect to connect with people never see it as yeah real life because it's not reality no not at all so, but I feel like that can be, like, a really toxic pattern to get into when you are comparing yourself. And then, yeah, it's just, like, you get stuck in a rut. Um, but actually, it's just ebbs and flows. Yeah. And there'll be days where you'll feel lonely, but then the next day, you'll feel better. Yeah. And you'll, like, your mindset will shift. Or, you know, maybe it's even just, like, one quote you see that, like, shifts your perspective. Or yeah, sometimes anything. it is just, like, a random thing that will shift your perspective. Yeah, or a book. Yeah. Or a book. Or a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also good to like know that like have someone that you're like I know if I call them I'll feel yeah. better so like even if like for example you're living alone and you're lonely one night just like FaceTime a friend yeah so like, we have that technology and we have that ability just to be like oh we'll just like FaceTime and just like speak like we're together yeah find like safe spaces for you even if it's like I feel like sometimes it's even like a comfort show like for me it's Gilmore Girls yeah because I like used to watch it with my mom and I feel like when I, like, hear the theme tune, I honestly don't know if we watched it that much, but in my head I associate it, like, with my mom and with, like, coziness and everything. So when I hear the theme tune, I'm like, everything is alright in the world. Like, okay. I would never feel lonely when I'm watching yeah. that show. Um, so I feel like it's even just, like, finding small things that you know you can do to, like, get you out of the headset and, like, uh-huh. get you out of feeling that way. And 
yeah it's just the 20s are weird in terms of everything they're really weird you're gonna just literally keep navigating it basically yeah you're never gonna be able to be like oh this is this really works for me and it's gonna stay the same because everything changes all the time yeah and then we're not even at that point yet where at least like I don't think either of us are where like people are getting married like that are close to us around us uh so I went to one wedding last year of like a friend but she like it was like a close friend's wedding but I feel like it's gonna hit me if it's like a close friend's wedding Cara's wedding I'm waiting for it (laughs) that's gonna that's gonna be wild I'm gonna be like wow but that's also it's just gonna make me happy in terms of that's cool for them that they're like in that stage of life and I've got something to look forward to yeah yeah yeah. um okay so I'm gonna do mm, two more questions because I don't know how long we've been recording no I don't know either I can't see Okay, so one question we got like on Instagram Q and A's and it like keeps popping back up. And when I posted about it, I had a lot of people responding and being like, I feel the same way or I'm this and this old. And it's basically like being, this person's 18, specifically the one that I like copy and paste it out and never having been in any relationship, any advice. But I know that there's different people that have messaged to, they could be like in their 20s or, yeah. you know, and maybe not have that experience. Like one person also said which I feel like is kind of similar they're scared of dating never done it never in a situationship never been kissed too old and people will judge which I feel like even the phrasing of this is very interesting because you're clearly just judging like yourself for yeah. not having had certain experiences when I, what even means like too old like I I mean I don't know how old yeah, you are it's but just not a I don't think there's, there's no normal age. yeah at all so yeah I wonder I'm gonna let you speak what are, um, what are your thoughts on this so okay just to start with I really don't believe relationships are the be all end all. Mm. I have learned so much more from my female friendships than I have ever learned from relationships mm. about myself, about the world, about love. Like, I will always say that my female friendships have taught me unconditional love because I've never experienced that in romantic relationships. Yeah. But friendships. Like, my female friendships have shown me unconditional love. And now my female friendships are the blueprint for romantic relationships. Because in my head, I'm like, if if a relationship isn't the same as mine and Emily's, and in a romantic sense, but better, yeah, like, there'd be no point. Because I already have that female friendship. Yeah. So, like, now that my standards are so much higher because my female friendships are so incredible and that for me is like okay I know I don't need a relationship because I don't if I'm if I'm not going to learn anything from it like I can learn more from my female friendship so a relationship for me like really isn't like the be all end all obviously like I I understand where you're coming from in the sense of like it is scary and what at like at the age of 18 you know you're just starting uni feeling like everything's like kind of going up my sister she won't mind me saying and she probably won't listen but (laughs) she has just gone to uni and she's 18 and she's never had a relationship yeah and I mean I didn't either I did but like you know it's just like everyone's experiences are so different yeah I honestly feel like because I felt very similarly up to a certain point like I also felt like for example I only had sex when I was 18 I literally I don't know if it's like TMI, but I had sex the night before I went to uni. And I do remember, like, I really liked the guy I was seeing at the time. 
and because I was very much like oh I want to wait for like the right person but I wonder if subconsciously there was also something of like I don't want to go to uni and not have had the sexual experience which obviously I mean again I really don't don't regret anything because I feel like it was with the right guy at the right time you can't regret things like yeah but I do think it's interesting that I know that was in the back of my head and I remember like being in school and like everyone talking about certain dating experiences and like wanting to have them or feeling bad if I like hadn't had certain experiences versus others and I remember like very vividly crying to like my friends about oh I'm never gonna find someone who I like and they like me back that's me now (laughs) because it's so hard like yeah it is hard to find like it's easy to find someone that likes you or it's easy to like someone but to find like the two in the middle yeah I've been having like dating crisis over the past few weeks (laughs) and Leo was like yeah like it's so nice when it's like equal I was like fuck it is really nice when it's equal and that's when I was like that's what I'm looking for now yeah it's when it's completely equal like you can both be obsessed with each other you can both be like nonchalant about each other but it's just when it's uneven when someone it's like yeah when from one side it's different to the other side yeah because then you're going to be anxious either way yeah like you're either anxious because it's stressful if someone is really obsessed with you you're not with them because that obviously like as a human being with feelings you'd feel bad about it or the reverse if you're obsessed with someone they're not back that's also like the most heartbreaking thing ever because you're chasing something that you will never have and I've had both of those yeah I think two weeks (laughs) (laughs) love that (laughs) slay (laughs) I feel like we've all like had the both of it Mm. and it's just like that's what like I don't know dating is about and that's why it's so like heart-wrenching and then the next moment you're like on top of the world yeah so invigorating because it's just like your feelings are just all over the place that's the issue it's also in a way like I feel like sometimes a distraction like I definitely have used dating as a distraction almost like because it gives you something to think about and to focus on and all of this which I feel like again can have like pros and cons in itself but I would definitely say I have several friends who are like in their 20s have never been in a relationship before like maybe situationships but even that like there's again just like different people do things at a different pace and Mm -hmm. speed and I definitely think what you were saying about female friendships like not only do you learn via like the relationships that you have with them or your male friends like whatever close bonds you have but also I think you learn via the relationships that they have yeah so I feel like a friend of mine is in like quite a similar position and she always says that like and I know this for her, like, I know that she's never going to make the mistakes that, like, some of us have had, because she's seen it all play out through other people, and her standards are so fucking high, because, and rightfully so, (laughs) in terms of, like, you just wouldn't accept things at first, like, if sometimes I think if you're really craving something, or I know for myself, like, I definitely maybe accepted things that I shouldn't have accepted, or stayed in situations longer than I should have, um but I I feel like the more experience you have in terms of watching other people go through things learning about relationships from an outside perspective then you're not gonna have those experiences and like heartbreaks and ultimately like just I don't want to call it baggage because that sounds bad but like almost like trauma that you have to bring into the next yeah relationship because that's like having a relation having a relationship doesn't always have to be like something that makes you more relationship compatible like the next time or more dateable like it can actually sometimes really do damage in terms of how you feel about yourself or your view on love so 
I definitely just wouldn't be too hard on yourself. Also, like, for you that's 18, like, you're so, so oh young. Oh, my God. Like, I'm young, and I'm 21. I'm, I'm three years older than you. Yeah. And I feel like uni is, like, a shaping time. Like, yeah. I look back at myself when I went into my first year of uni, like, at the stage you're at now, and I was a baby. I was a completely different person at 18. Yeah. Like, I had... I would, it would be interested to have a conversation with her. Oh my god. And be like, I don't think what I, the fuck Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally me. I don't think I could. <laughs> but yeah, so what was the second? Question? It was just like being scared of dating and, like, oh, okay. and feeling judged potentially, like for never having kissed someone. So I think, honestly, I think in terms of dating, I think go, so I, I would recommend going on dating apps and chatting with people. Mm. I personally hate texting, but when I first was like actually looking to date which was when I moved to Amsterdam I was like oh well I might as well like go and like chat because like it just takes the pressure away also like going on like low pressure dates where there's like no expectations you don't even like literally like no pressure and you're just like going for a drink or going for a coffee like just see it as like meeting a new person like regardless of whether it's a date or anything see it as meeting a new person and when you like start to do it, like the more you do it, the less daunting it is. Like after yeah. that first time, like everything is way, always going to be way rip more daunting in your off. head. Yeah, just rip it off literally and just give it a go. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I also feel like in terms of like the judgment, it's often you're going to be judging yourself way more harshly yeah. than anyone else. And if the other person that you're starting to see or that you're interested in actually does judge you then they're not the right person yeah, for you that's well, like exactly. a thousand percent because I honestly feel like people always have it in their head of like oh they're gonna judge me for having this or for having done this at a certain age and it could even be the reverse like they could judge me for having done things too early or you yeah. know whatever there is there's always something that you think you can judge yourself for even though you just need to yeah the acceptance thing right accept that that's yeah where your life has taken you that's where you are and that's like what makes you beautiful and unique and like has brought you to the point yeah. you are now where you are with that specific person and I I because when I'm thinking about like okay if Marco had told me that he hadn't been in a relationship before or hadn't had experience before like what would I have thought I don't I, I think maybe it's like it could have been like a surprise but I don't think it ever would have been like whoa like yeah what the fuck is wrong with you yeah but that's in your head what you think the other person is gonna think but I think as well you actually don't have to divulge any information mm. about you that you don't want to like if you don't want to if you're I don't know 25 and you haven't been kissed or if you haven't had sex you don't need to tell anyone yeah that. you can decide when is the right person what are the right people to yeah tell. exactly and as well like in terms of like being worried about like sex and kissing and that kind of thing like it does just come naturally yeah like it actually it is just like biological like it is just like don't be worried about kissing wrong or like on the first time or something like just don't worry like just don't worry yeah just don't worry generally yeah because there's no no one's gonna know it will come naturally you know the other person might will probably take the lead if you're feeling like more nervous about it yeah I just think and I also definitely think they're like this is maybe the polar opposite, but I think because I remember like it was my first time with when it was my first time, <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't that 
person's first time and I remember like talking to him about it and like that it was important to me and all of this and I think he in turn was like very kind and understanding and like maybe more gentle with me or you know set things up in like a really romantic way to make yeah. it special all these things not saying that like every guy will do that or that that's what you or, want yeah that's the way it has to be but. exactly but I think it, it sometimes helps if like to just take your mind off it and as in like easy anxiety yeah to also just like being honest and it doesn't have to be telling your whole entire relationship history no or not history, at all. but it can just be like oh just to let you know like even like I haven't done this in a while or you could be like yeah I that's, ever, that's like... a good way to say it I would come up with like certain phrases <laughs> like generally in dating I have like certain phrases go on so I'm trying now I won't be able to think of any because it just like comes to me but like even like I I would always say like do you want to X over a drink? Do you want to mm. show me that that song or like talk about that music over a drink? That's, That's my good. first way to yeah. be like, I haven't actually tested anything in person yet. So I do need to come up with some <laughs> phrases for in person. Um, I always think a good one is, do you have any good recommendations for X? Oh, yeah. Especially if you've moved to a new Get city. Get them talking. Yeah. Everyone um, loves to talk about things they love. Yeah. And then like I don't, I'm trying to think if there's any others do you have like a standard breakup text that you like copy and paste well no <laughs> I don't because <laughs> I've never like I've this my literally my first time dating I've just kind of like had to like break it off with someone because they were just very you have to copy and paste this message now into your notes yeah but I feel like this so is you a can adapt situation it. yeah like in my ideal world I'll never have to break up with anyone and I'll just ignore them <laughs> That's also a solution. One way to do well, it. Clearly, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, this is the problem. Like, I feel like ghosting works sometimes, and yeah. in certain scenarios. Yeah. But we're all learning. That's yeah. the thing. It literally is the biggest learning curve. Yeah, I've definitely ghosted some people when I was dating, and then doesn't always feel good either like because you kind of feel shitty if you're ghosting someone sometimes it works out and you just fade up because I feel yeah. like sometimes it's also like a mutual fade if it's a mutual ghost yeah perfect yeah. I had a mutual ghost and I was slightly heartbroken because I didn't <laughs> like him but it I like I knew where it was coming from yeah so like it was a mutual ghost uh but this one wasn't alas it's fine we live and we learn exactly that's all that's what our 20s is about yeah living and learning <laughs> okay on that no oh no I feel like we've been talking for too long okay one last question we got a question for solo date ideas oh. I don't know if like I think this one was like Christmas ideas but I feel like in general like solo okay. dates so things yeah okay things that I have done since being single painting candles being crafty that's cute I, I love being crafty candle. yeah we should do it one night we yeah. should do Christmas themed ones <gasps> Um, so I love being crafty. So I got some candles and I got some paints from like Soster and Gren. And just like had a little night where I watched a film and painted some candles. And then like, just like taking up a new hobby, like knitting or crocheting. Yeah. Um, even for me putting on my Christmas tree, I did that by myself. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like a little tradition now. That's my first Christmas <laughs> in my new home. <laughs> um, going and getting a matcha or a coffee, mm. doing a workout class. Starting a new good series. I love that your idea of a date is going to a workout class. It actually is, though. Like, I love it. Because <laughs> I love just trying new things. Yeah. Like, for me, I actually don't see workout classes as, like, fitness. 
Like yeah. obviously they are, and like yesterday was hard as fuck. <laughs> but like I, I honestly s- don't like if I yeah. tried to stand up, I'd be like. We were doing so I did Pilates uh. this morning. We, we were doing stretches and like the my muscles around my shoulders yeah. were hurting. Like I'm these so muscles pain. here, are, like where? Did, when I, I tried to get up today, I mean I did successfully get up, but like when I was like first <laughs> getting up out of bed, no, it was really really hard. really painful. Um, or even just going for like treat yourself to like a facial or a massage or something. Putting your nails or doing your own nails at home. Mm. I love that. I feel like there's so many things. Or I feel like you can do really like mundane day-to-day activities, and you can romanticize it into a day with yourself. Romanticize your life. That is literally romanticizing your life. Put on a good like movie soundtrack in, mm-hmm. in the back. Yeah. I feel like what I also love uh, is like solo day trips. So I did this quite a bit yeah. when I was like living back in London. I. I mean, this was, to be fair, I, I, I gave myself almost like a reason because I had my great-grandma who was in a home in Brighton. So I would, like, Aww. go visit her for the day. But I would not only go and see her, I'd, like, go to vintage shops. I'd, like, sit yeah. in a cafe and read a book or, you know, anything. Or just walk around the lanes or sit by the beach or anything like that. And I love solo day trips because you can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. and You, you don't can, need to think about anyone else. No, you can stay yeah. in a cafe or in a bookshop as long as you want. For me, this is a big thing because Marco doesn't like to be in bookshops. Or, like, there's, like, very few friends that can, like, stay in bookshops for as long as like, yeah. I want to be in. Or, again, you can read. Like, that's amazing. Um, So I feel like that is something I love. And then you just, like, get to, yeah, again, put on some music. Like, enjoy the scenery. Feel proud of yourself that you went somewhere on your own that you haven't been to before and it doesn't have to be like I mean to be fair here I've done a couple of mandatory solo yeah. day trips because I've had to like go to <laughs> places to like register myself in the fucking Dutch system um but even those were like really cute yeah so I feel like it could even be you take something you have to do and make it into like a bigger yeah. event and even if it's just you set yourself in a coffee shop and you read or it doesn't even have to be anything that you spend money on like you could just go into could even go for a walk go to yeah. a, a local park i mean around. going on a walk is a great day anyways yeah. and sitting and staring at like the water or yeah. you know bodies of water always i really want one. the canals to freeze over oh. to learn how to ice skate i'm so bad at ice skating me too but i really want to like learn now with dutchies and living here i feel like we have to learn i am definitely gonna go with you i just won't learn <laughs> well i'm just no. gonna be there like I I've can't... never done it before. Well, I have. My dad's really good because he's Dutch. So he used to, like, grab us and, like... I didn't know this was, like, a Dutch thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a Dutch thing. He... There was a pond... There's a pond in their garden that oh, froze yeah. over last year. He fucking started ice skating on it. That is intense. That is true commitment to the ice skating. Oh, honestly. Ice skating yeah, he hobby. has his own skates. What? 56-year-old man has their own skates. Like, it's really Dutch cute. <laughs> that is... I didn't know that about, like, yeah. the Dutch culture. I'm still learning a lot. Um, but yeah, I feel like the essence of it is, it could even be, I think this also sounded scary, like going for food, but that could also be like challenge yourself to like go yeah, for lunch. I, so I've on been on a few like solo holidays and honestly, one of my favorite things was going for dinner because you got to choose where you went for dinner. Yeah. I just took my book with me. So I'd just read my book at dinner with like a gin and tonic and a really nice meal. Yeah. Of like exactly what I wanted. Basically books are the solution to books all are of your problems. Always just carry a book around with you. Or your yeah. journals. Could go to a park and journal mm. or go to a coffee shop and I did this journal. a lot in lockdown I'd take myself on walks yeah. and listen to a podcast and then like I, or to music and then I'd sit myself down on the bench and journal and even in the cold that's maybe more difficult but you can still do it you can still do it just be like some gloves shaking 
<laughs> Make sure the entry isn't too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just even one line a day will do. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna end it here. Okay. And I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, I hope you did too. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you for the being on. Diaries. Yes. Also, do you want to plug your own podcast? Okay. I have a podcast about navigating your 20s called The 20-Something Diaries. And me and Leo are going to be recording an episode that will come out like in the new year about moving to a new city. But I talk about like going through a breakup, like how you make new friends, moving abroad, navigating university. like. That literally anything you can think of about being in your twenties, I talk about. Yeah, which I podcast. feel like is going to be very on brand for like the people yeah. that are listening to this. It's so funny that like both of our podcasts are like diaries. About yeah, being I didn't 20s. even realize though either until you said it the other day. You're like, oh, for both diaries, I was like, we are both diaries. <laughs> so I feel like if you like this podcast, you're probably going to like our podcast. Yeah, so go listen. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you're having a great day. And... Enjoying Podmas. Yes, enjoying Podmas. And new episode coming in two days. (laughs) And yeah, speak to you very soon. Bye. Bye.